1: cast of them all oh it's you king of wrestling podcast it's you this is the franchise chris black and i approve this message (laughs) this is your favorite ring announcer joey goats and you're listening to the king of wrestling podcast and now your host brandon turner
2: Yes, I am the host with the most, yes, I'm Brandon Turner, and you are listening not just to the best, but the greatest independent wrestling podcast going today. You're listening to King of Wrestling Podcast, and we've got a special guest today. Mike Britt, who do we have on the show today?
0: Bupinder Singh is going to be on the show today, man. Really excited about this one. This guy has got a great background, uh, uh, very athletic tried his hand in other sports as well and and now he's on impact wrestling so this was a great interview really enjoyed it and uh, i think the viewers is gonna really like this one too
2: man well let me tell you something uh and also you're forgetting he moved from india to canada without even knowing anybody he just picked his stuff up and left that takes that takes a lot of balls and he did it <laughs>
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. Something else, and not to give the whole interview away, but the, the simple fact that he's still of his education, even though he's a professional wrestler. So he's not going to depend solely on wrestling. But like I said, I, I don't want to give the whole thing away. But that's uh, for respect from this guy. It was a very good interview, and just really enjoyed it. Man, we could have chit chatted with him all night.
2: Oh man, it was awesome, and I, I just and I enjoyed every bit of it. It was just fun doing, and uh, he, he's a very humble guy and very nice. And we're about to get to him. But on the other side of this interview, me and Mike's gonna come back and we're gonna chit chat a little bit about my weekend, the Saints loss, and a couple other things. But without further ado, it's the man of the hour, it's Bupenda Singh. Oh yeah, well we've been really
0: excited about this. Been looking forward to this all we we have a young man that is really making a splash and the impact uh of wrestling. I mean, this guy is incredible. He's got the look, he's got the size. Uh, Pender Singh is with us here today.
3: How you doing, my man? Hey, like, uh, I'm good. Thank you. Thank you
0: for asking. How are you doing? Man, we're doing good. Huh? You were talking to us from Canada right now, correct? Yes, yeah, perfect. That's true. And how? Yeah, Canada, winter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's I, I imagine it's pretty cold right now, huh? Oh,
3: yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty cold, especially like I'm from warm country, I'm in there,
0: so the weather is pretty cold for me, but if we compare from Toronto, it's not that bad, but yeah, it's cold out there. <laughs> yeah, big difference.
2: Brandon, how we doing tonight, my man? I'm doing pretty good, doing pretty good, just sitting back, I've been actually waiting for this all day, and before, before Mike starts asking any questions, the one thing I want to say is, man... You fit the bill. You're a great-looking guy. You, you just got the look, and I expect nothing but great things from you, and I think 2020 is going to be a breakout year for yourself. Thank you so much, man,
0: and I really appreciate it. Thank you. Well, we, we're going to kick this off before any further ado. Um, now, we touched on a little bit just a second ago, but you said you're, you're currently in Canada. Can you tell us where you're originally from and, and the listeners where you're originally from?
3: Yeah, um, yeah. So basically, I'm from India, Punjab, and uh, I moved in in Canada like 2018. Like it's been two years now. I'm living in Canada. So basically, from Punjab, but now living in Canada. Okay. Now, now what in
0: the world brought you from India to Canada? Because that seems like two different worlds.
3: Yeah, it's, uh, it is. It is. So. Yeah, actually, uh, I wanted to move here for my wrestling first, uh, but I moved here as a student um, because I completed my graduation back in India, and then for my other studies I moved here. So my plan was to proceed my uh, studies in Canada and then complete my studies and then uh, start my wrestling career in it.
0: But okay, okay, nice. What now, now? What are you going to school for, if you don't mind me asking? Yeah,
3: actually, right now I'm done with school, but I was going for uh, human resource management. I, I'm a HR
0: student. I was. Okay. Nice. Uh, well,
2: did I guess you kind of leads us? Yeah. Go well, ahead, Brent. Well, I was just going to just jump in here for a say I didn't mean to cut you off, Mike. But like, were you a wrestling fan, kind of growing up, or did you get into it later on in life?
3: Yeah, like uh, from a young age I was wanted to, um, you know, wanted to be a sports person, but yeah, like in the beginning of my career I was never sure about what I want to do. But uh, I was into sports from a long time and uh, with time, I mean, uh, I started like, if you want to ask me in a detail, I, I started like everything. I started like three different sports, bodybuilding, boxing, kickboxing.
2: And then I, you know, moved to wrestling. So, in my family, nobody is sportsman. I'm the first one, I want to (laughs) say. Well, I mean, you you do have the build, the athletic build. You are very athletic from what I've seen from their matches and stuff. So, I mean, I can see where you come from three different sports because you're very well – what's the word I'm looking for here? Disciplined. I mean, you're very good in the ring. Thank you so much. Thank you. I Yeah, so –
3: you know, like if you have to be, you know, professional wrestler, it's a totally different life. And uh, I would say, uh, from a normal guy, you have to be disciplined. You have, if you want to look good, you have to follow your diet. Have to, you know, follow your um, schedule, which is like kind of fixed for a week. So yes, I'm just trying to give my hundred percent in the field.
0: Well, hopefully, this conversation would inspire me to keep to my diet this year because I uh,
2: itself, I doubt <laughs> I that. So. The only diet he's I got don't. is in twelve ounce curls. <laughs> uh, uh, uh,
0: well, let me ask you this: you, you, so you, well-rounded athlete, you you were uh, diverse in different different sports in your country, it was. Was WWE popular in India? Did y'all did y'all get the WWE product when you were coming up?
3: Um. Uh, so, uh, so, I am here for like, like last two years, right? So, before two years, it was kind of growing industry back in India. It was like people know about it, but it was not too famous. But still, people were watching on uh, like TVs, but they don't know about. About much about WWE so um, I mean uh, it's not that famous there like people were watching but only I would say like uh, if in percentage I would say like only 40 percent people just know about it like exactly the uh, professional think is and about WWE. So,
2: so it's kind of it's kind of foreign to the, to people in India yeah. at that time
3: yeah. But now nowadays it's like growing, like you know, people they they are they are hiring guys from India, so people are watching more WWE, and uh, they are you know they are visiting in India, WWE visiting India, they are going for tryouts and you know like this, people getting know about WWE more these days. Well, you was- yeah, I love the.
2: Go ahead. I'm sorry, Brad. Oh, you're good. I mean, you, uh, I was just going to say, I mean, you was you was trained by one of the, the greats in India, right? correct? Yeah. Um,
3: yeah, um, I trained at the uh, C W E. It's a great college academy. But my co- coach was there, uh, Daryl Sharma. He's an NXT referee, I right tell. So um, I got a chance to train with him for like, across like seven to eight months. So he was my first coach. So... He trained me
0: uh, at Kali uh, School back in India. So Kali has his own school inside India. Did you have yeah. any? Uh, did you have any dealings with Kali much? Did you see him much at the school? Um.
3: Yeah, I was there for not for a long time. I was there for like, uh, as I told you, maybe I think seven months there. But yeah, he was there. He was, you know. Uh, he was it's just know the colleague's name. He was there. We will, you know, seeing him one like every couple of days. Sometimes, sometimes he was there, like just the sitting there watching the training, So he was, he was pretty much there in the academy. Yeah, because when I first seen that,
0: you know, I, I'd seen that you were trained by Kali and I'm like, okay, these guys' styles. Of course, Kali being seven feet tall, you know, he's not going to be no cruiserweight or doing the no flips off the ropes or nothing, but watching your matches, you, you're quite powerful yourself too, but you're you're very agile so as I was thinking, I was like what, what could Kali really show this guy but you had another another trainer that was, was showing you the ropes also is what you're saying, huh? Yeah, so uh, actually uh, it's the
3: school of Kali, but Kali you know, that time was hiring uh, good wrestlers uh, from Canada, from US as a trainer so, oh, I see. yeah. So at my time, when I was there, Mr. Daryl Sharma, he was there, and uh, he was, uh, I would say, the best um, as trainer for me. Because you know, he really helped me in the beginning of my career. I'm still like kind of new, but still, like he really helped me a lot.
0: Nice. Okay. Well, while we're talking about Kali, hi how how what is Kali's popularity over there? How popular is he in India?
3: Um, Kali is big celebrity in India because he is the kind of first guy who represented India in WWE, and after he will he get on WWE, the people start watching it. Like he was everywhere. I realize I was in a like high school when he debuted in a. WWE, he was everywhere. He was like on social media. People were, you know, people, people, especially watching TV just because of, because of him. And uh, now he, he he is treated like a like people are treating him like a big celebrity.
0: Did did he have an influence on you to get into professional wrestling?
3: Um, like frankly speaking, not much. Like I know the I was so proud, like I when I was so young I was proud like yeah that there's some guy who is representing you know India and WWE at international level. But I the more influence I would say uh, Brock Lesnar.
2: (laughs) Brock Lesnar, yeah. Yeah. That's somebody to influence you for real.
3: just like the earliest memory I had, like watching Brock's matches, and I was like, damn, this guy is next level. You know, he, he has, he's something else, like the potential, the way he walks in the ring. So well, I'm just, you know, just looking at him, watching him, cycle trying to learn as much as I can from him.
2: Well, I want to ask something, uh, kind of going back to our earlier part of the conversation. Could you kind of give the listeners, like, What's your diet is? How do you stay in shape? What do you do to kind of stay there?
3: Um, yeah. I, uh, actually, uh, my da- for my diet and staying in the shape, there was my coach. I want to take his name. His name is Hadeep Singh Bali. Um, he's from uh, Punjab, India, too. So uh, I actually just started my uh, normal workout in a gym because Ever so, you know, I'm just like in kgs. if I tell you, like 50 kg guys, um, m- maybe one the 30 pounds, right? So I was, you know, the skinniest guy in my school and kind of in my class. So I started like a uh, workout just for my fitness and then my bodybuilding response. And then my coach, you know, he really sees the potential in me. So he told me to start bodybuilding competitions. I trained under for a couple of years. And then I learn from my coach about my diet, how my body responds, what exercise they can do, what should I eat, what should I shouldn't I eat. So
2: all these are for coming from my bodybuilding coach. Now, do you ever just get so crave so many cravings that you actually have to break your diet anytime? Um, frankly speaking,
3: I not much. Cause from a very young age, I was following my proper diet. So, for till now, I was, like, um, it's to number part of my, like, daily life, you know, when people are, people were going out to eat, like, pizzas or cheap meals, and I was focusing on my diet because I really wanted to, do, like, achieve something in my life. I was so serious about, about my diet. But, yeah, if I say right now, yeah, sometimes I really have cravings, like, I really want to eat pizza, I really want to eat, um, <laughs> you know, like, some. Um, uh, Whatever, like normal people go out and they want to eat ice cream. I, I do now, and I'm I'm eating now. Like right? once once a week, I'm uh, eating, like, right? I'm cheap, doing cheat meals. Yeah, you got
0: you got to have that cheat day, man. If you don't have one cheat day, it's just really hard to uh yeah i would imagine just get burnt out man every now and then you know m- mine's just the opposite opposite i cheat six days and eat good like one day so that's <laughs> i think you just need to it. <laughs> yeah
1: yeah yeah if i could just figure that out i would be looking like it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woo a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kinda like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever
2: at chumbacasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary, BDW Void avoidment prohibited by law, See terms and conditions, 18 plus.
2: Oh my don't let's don't let's don't get too ahead of ourselves now. You looking yeah. like well, that, like yeah. uh that's like me becoming a millionaire tomorrow. That's not gonna happen.
0: There you go. Uh, so did you did you have a connection? Did you have any a connection uh in Canada as far as far as wrestling? I mean, was you already talking to somebody in Canada, uh any wrestlers um, or promotions or schools?
3: No, sir. No. Like when I moved here, um, actually it's a pretty good uh, kind of small story if you wanna hear I can explain in the detail and things. Uh, we so, got nothing but time, man. Yes. <laughs> okay, yeah. So actually, um, I was into sports, as I told you, from young age. I tried bodybuilding, kickboxing, and boxing. But I never got like, certified from, like, internal satisfaction. section. I was, uh, I will not tell, like, I am an international kickboxer. Like, I had a gold medalist at nationals. I represented uh, my city in nationals. So I'm wow. double gold medalist in kickboxing. But I was always like, there is something, I was not feeling it. So there was always like, I want to do something else. I don't know what I'm going to do. But, so, you know, I was not a, I want to say like, I'm not a big fan of wrestling. But when I started watching it, I really enjoyed it. I was like, I think that's the thing I want to do. Because the really, I watched Cena, I watched, you know, Wessner, their matches, and how, how they work, how they, you know, walk in a ring. Their, their you know personality that look so good so big so so from there like it's a kind of turning point for me then I joined like school Western school yep then I I would kind of get like uh not like I uh, not motivated at the end of the everything like when I when I left college school I was like kind of I would not say like it best word for it, a good word for it, but I was very, very, you know, not less motivated for everything, so I was like, what to do, you know, I tried boxing, kickboxing at national level, and not, what What should I do now, so I think about it, I talk to my parents, that, um, I want to go out, I want to go Canada, of my coach, uh, Daryl Um I... I had a conversation with him, and he told me, like, one, whenever whenever you like, done your training from college school, try to move uh, somewhere out like U.S., Canada, so you can get more opportunities. So I was thinking about it, and uh, on the other side, I also wanted to uh, complete my studies, right? Because so, I'm, I'm a good student, and I'm good in studies, too. So I moved, uh, made my decision to move in Canada. But my first uh, priority was here to complete my studies, and then I was, then I planned like I'm gonna continue my wrestling career. But I was lucky that I get a chance to work with Impact. I moved here, I start training in Kanam Dojo, that's called the most School. But I, I don't have any connections. I don't have any friends here, I just moved here, boom and. Uh, I think it's my old hard work, like I did like the last four or five years, which paid off, you know, with the help of my coach, Jerry Sharma, I found this cool cannon, uh, and then I just, you know, my uh, my mentor, Scott like I am here, sitting here, just talking to you guys, just because of Scott And uh, he played very important role in my life, because he changed my life totally. He picked me at a point when I was like at a downfall of my life. So he, you know, called me, we met, he talked to me, and he was just straight up, we want to hire you for impact. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, I know that, you know, kind of, it's in me like I deserve to be on TV because I was trying for a while. It's not like I just came in Canada and just get a contract. right? It was like I was trying for a long time. I gave WWE tryouts before back in India. So I was, I was trying to get it, but I was not expecting soon like I'm going to get an tag contract. But it happened, and then I started training at Random Dojo because I was out from it uh, training from a couple of uh, months, starting training here, and uh, here I am now, just trying to, you know, um, do my best, achieve as much as I can and this is and ready to get my 200% now.
2: I'll say this right now before we go any further: it takes a lot of brass to just pick up and move somewhere you don't know anybody at. So kudos to that man. That's that right there is a strong-willed person, and that right there is what's going to push you to the top. Thank you so
3: much. Thank you so much. Yeah, I mean it is tough. Like you know, you have to leave everything, especially when you have nobody and you know different place or different countries. So for me it's totally a different I'm I am i am I always like laughing, I would say to my parents like I'm on the other side of the planet now. So <laughs> I, I mean have been I'm so far but I'm whatever I'm doing I'm so happy here. Like right? I'm chasing my dreams, living my dreams. So I'm so happy and I'm always thankful and grateful to those people who helped me.
2: Well, that's what matters the most is that you're chasing your dream and you just, all you got to do is it don't matter how bad the path gets. The one thing I always tell everybody is stay focused and just keep your mind on it. Cause if you keep plunging away, you will break that wall sooner or later. That's true,
3: sir. That's true. hundred percent. Yeah. And like in my journey, I learned, I'm not a, like for now, I'm not a big, big, big star, but still I want to say, like i'm here and i learned that your hard work really pays off i just keep working do your hard work one day gonna come that you're gonna get what you deserve yep exactly Exactly. oh absolutely man you
0: you get what you put in that's that's for sure and you're and you're putting the work in and you you're definitely going to be there so now how many years have you said you've been you've been pursuing wrestling
3: I started my training in two thousand fifteen, if I'm not mistaken, in June, and I trained there for uh, for seven months. And in two thousand eighteen, I moved to Canada, so I started my training two thousand and eighteen February. So it's gonna be complete like two years now in February. Well, man,
0: let me let me just tell you. Well, first of all. I've I've went back and I've watched a few of your matches and you would never know by watching your matches you've only been wrestling for that many years but you're very fortunate and you're on the right path because you know it's very common to see guys that have been around 12 14 years that have not yet got the opportunity that you've got in 2 years you know so you, you definitely have something and people definitely see potential when you and your work is definitely paying off because you see a lot you see a lot of people that uh, you, know, you just take somebody like AJ Styles he was very successful but I don't think he entered WWE he was 13-14 year veteran yeah, you know, yeah. Some, you know some of these guys never but in two years I mean already you're on a national television show you know which is which is very impressive thank you so much
3: thank you so much yeah I, I I'm gonna add on it like it I agree I agree like it like lots and lots and lots of fear your hard work to be you know just to get a contract from impact or to be you know want to work with impact but on the other side I will I want to say like you know you never know you just keep going you just have to work hard and uh, I believe if you have potential people are gonna see you and call them all my mentor you know he, he really gave me a chance and uh, now I'm ready to gain my 200 percent. And um, in my matches, I'm always like try to give whatever I have. I always like try to improve myself and try to you know try to put what whatever I have in me. So I don't want to feel like going back home like you know I you know I didn't do this, I I didn't do that so. Whatever I have, I want to put everything in, like, in my old matches and in my future matches too. Well,
2: how did how did you find your way to impact? How did you get there?
3: Yeah, it's an interesting question. Thanks for asking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So when I moved here, um, my um, coach, um, Daryl Sherma, so he, talk, uh, he talked he to me like. Um, he messaged me on like Facebook, that you moved in here, you know, and how you doing here. So so he asked me, like, Do you wanna continue your studies? And uh, 'cause I'm in, in the in touch of my coach, right? So I was like, Yes, sir, for sure I wanna continue and uh, but first I wanna complete my studies. So he was like, Okay, um uh go and meet uh, you know. We're gonna meet a guy called the Mo, his school is in Can and but I had no clue like about Scott or uh, about can and school. So he just, you know, told me to meet Scott, you know. And I when I met when I met uh Scott more you know, we had talks. You know, maybe he knows about my, you know, past, like I'm w i am I am like national medalist, I'm gold medalist. You know, I'm representing. Even I got selected at international level in chess So we had talked and called the all straightest. You know, and offer me an impact contract. And uh, I was, you know, I was so happy that I I get a chance to work with impact. And uh, from that day, I I never, you know, laid back. I'm I'm giving my I gave my 100%. Now from that day, I started giving my 200%. It was a little bit hectic or. Yeah, you no know, difficult for me because so i was continuing my school my wrestling kind of part-time job to survive it was a little bit hectic but finally i'm done with you know my school and now i'm i'm working with impact try to get my 200 percent
0: well i i've got a, a fun question for you that i that i want to really hear about tell us a little bit about the, this this faction that I'm hearing so much about, the Desi Hit Squad. What what are these guys about?
3: Yeah, so Desi Hit Squad, um, actually we were, in the beginning, we were like three, three people who got signed for, um, Desi Squad, you know. So, um, it was actually, uh, Desi Squad representing India and Impact Wrestling. So, um, uh, I was, um, I was under training Rohit and uh, Raj. Uh, there were two, and Gursinder, there were three, and four I was, I was both. So I was under training, and these three guys were representing India as a member of the squad. But, yeah, for now, I'm I'm back in. I'm, I'm also a part of the squad right now. And, uh, yeah, we're all like, we're representing India. We are trying to uh, represent our nation and in, uh, in tag wrestling at the international level, and all those guys are talented and deserve to be there. Well, I gotta tell you,
0: I've I seen a few clips, and man, y'all guys are funny, man. I mean, y'all really really entertaining uh the the, just a a lot of comedy but then when you get in the Mm -hmm. ring like special especially you your intensity it's like it's it's funny and it's comical and it's entertaining which is great that's good tv that's what you want but Mm -hmm. then it's like y'all get in the ring it's it's intense like the jokes are over you know yeah
2: so
3: uh everyone has their own like gimmicks so uh i love um throwing he's funny you know he has his own gimmick I love his work Raju uh, sorry Raj is a little bit serious guy but still he's a part of the comedy thing and uh, me and Mahabharu is we are like um, we are kind of intense guys like you know we we don't like much joking especially I don't like much joking in the ring but <laughs> it's, balanced, it's balancing everything because my other teammates are you know they like to be funny they like funny wrestling and they are really good in it, and I'm, I think I'm good in it, what I'm doing. I'm intense. I like, like, you know, powerful moves, big moves, and, yeah, I'm just doing what I'm, I am really, so Right, I think it's
2: pretty much balancing our team, you know. Well, I want to yeah. ask one more thing, too, cause before we get back into any wrestling. This is a, another off-the-wrestling question. What kind of culture shock was it moving from India to Canada? What, was that a culture shock to you? Um,
3: actually, I'm from city, so it's not that much difficult for me to move here. It's not a kind of culture shock, but it's like you know you left everything, your friends, your family here. So that's a really difficult thing. Like you don't have any references, you don't have any friends to find work, to go to you know find places. So that's uh, I was pretty much familiar with my, with the uh, Canadian culture earlier, because before moving here, I was preparing myself in every way, like, whether it's, you, you know, financial, mentally, so uh, some of my friends were here, not in Windsor, but in Toronto, I talked to them, I you know, uh, listened to them, whatever they told me, like, you know, watching
1: plus and
3: so even like my schooling is from city city i'm I'm from uh, like city uh from india so the culture is not big difference for me but yeah like moving in here you know talking to um people it's a little bit like i was not confident at that time i would say and uh, even like i'm always afraid to you know like, in my language, I can joke to my friends, but I'm afraid to joke with my Canadian friends because I don't know what things going to be hurt. Till now, like, I'm always afraid you know going to make jokes because maybe I'm just saying, you know, a funny thing, and, you know, maybe it hurts other people. You know, never know. So I'm always careful with my words in here.
2: Well, I, so I, I can the, tell you this. You you won't offend us, too. Our wives <laughs> think we're assholes, so... I
0: mean, <laughs> yeah, we're 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 goofy all about ourselves. Trust trust me. Uh, yeah.
3: yeah, there are it, some phrases like people are normally using, so I'm always afraid to say. i was like, I don't want to be a guy who you know, who wanted to be pointed out by doing wrong things. So I always careful about <laughs> <it's> my words. <laughs> well, I could
0: I could totally relate to what you're saying because because uh, at my job we had a young man that moved over from Turkey, and he comes from the. Like, a country, a Turkey, and within and within one year. I mean, I have so much respect for this guy, and he's a good friend of mine. We have become really good friends, and he just he picked up the English language in one year uh-huh. and excelled at the company that I work at. And it was the same. Like when me and him first met, he didn't know when I was joking. It, but I would tell you, within like a year and a half of knowing each other, it's just like, man, we just laughed all the time, because it, cause he knew what I was talking about, and I got to know what he was talking about. And But I always had so much respect for him, because it, it's got to take a lot of courage. Just I couldn't imagine going to another country and just, I can't even speak my language sometimes, so I, I just can't imagine going going to another country, so my hat's off
3: of that, man, and just give you just give you mad you. respect for doing that and following your dreams. Thank you, thank you so much. That's really difficult, like the thing, like thing is, uh, I would say, like, I can speak English, but not, you know, like, Canadians, like, <laughs> but I think I can, I can communicate, but there's some, some, you know, phrases, which I I never want to use, and I never, you know, want to speak or say something, because I'm always afraid, like, you know, I don't want to hit someone's face, like, you know, you never know <laughs> which right. I'm going to say something else, and it's, gonna you know, turn into something else, so, yeah. Well, let's talk about, uh, Yeah, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, sometimes even, like, my friends are, you know, cracking jokes, like, and I was like, yes, okay, is, is it a joke, or should I take it into it seriously? Because, you know, I have self-respect, so I should take stand for me. Is it really a joke? Is it, is it really, uh, kind of, someone trying to hit on me? So, I kind of sometimes confused, but everyone is so great in Canada, so. Oh, uh, I'm providing all good. I'm happy.
0: yeah well there's two superstars that we have two two legends in the ring that we have uh, me and Brandon both have watched the matches and out of the two I'm going to pick one because I know Brandon wants to talk about the other one because he's he's definitely an ECW guy but tell us a little bit about your your opportunity to get in the the ring with Petey Williams how how was that for you
3: yeah Petey Williams actually um it's my fourth or fifth match uh, with Impact, like in so singles match. And uh, till this time, I was like totally confident, and I was already prepared in my mind. Because last matches I had, I, I was prepared, but I was like kind of you know I was I was not hundred percent. So but this time when I get to know like I had my match with Team I was like yo, this is my this is my this is the time I was waiting for because this time I'm confident this time I know what I'm doing this time I'm gonna hit what I want to you know do in a ring so is a is a great great you know um wrestler so I wanna say that like, I learned just from one match which I'm gonna learn maybe in the next six months from you know different wrestling promotions or from wrestlers so he's working with him is totally easy and uh, it was a big, big opportunity for me, because, You know, Creed Williams. Even I'm watching from him. very young age, I think his, his experience is my age. I mean, I'm 25. I think he has experience of 25 years in wrestling, so maybe more or less. But I was um, I was so for, for a couple of minutes, I was in a shock. I, I was like, "Okay, oh my God, what's gonna be happen now?" But after the next uh, next a uh, couple of minutes, I was like, "I'm gonna give my 100%. I am here to do what I wanna do." So I had a match with P. D. Great, great experience in the ring. He teach me. I uh, before match, he gave me very good points. He teach me uh, what to what to do, how to sell. I mean, that was that, that, that's awesome. That experience was you know, unforgettable now when I was and I, and I gotta tell you uh,
0: listeners y'all go check this out on YouTube too. you can pull it up on YouTube it's an impact uh, clip but you it looked like at the end of the match you had a problem with one of the referees didn't you? yeah man um, um, <laughs> I like that I, I, guy slow, he was slow on the count I thought I was totally pissed on him like he was he
3: was totally you know he, I thought he was slow and, uh, I actually, I had a couple of matches where he rapped before. So every matches when he was rapping I lose those, those matches. So every time he was in a ring, it was like, uh, from, from the day he, you know, came in a ring, uh, sorry, the say time he came in a ring that day. I was like, yo, this guy, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm not positive now because, so I always losing whenever the size ring i i I don't know so whenever I did you know my cover he was always slowing he was taking his time. I don't know what's wrong with him, but whenever whenever I tried to hit PD, try to win my match giving my hundred percent he was slow and i i one time I realized he pinned me and he was so quick when. When Petey gave me Sharpshooter, I kind of quit. I don't want to do quit, but he was you know, he was on my face. And he was like, I don't want to see his face That that time. I mean, I was so pissed on him. I lose my match, and I just lose myself after. So. Yeah, because me, me watching a match, it didn't even look like
0: you were submitting. And it looked like, like I said, like every time you had Petey down, the guy was super slow. And then all of a sudden, Petey gets you in submission. I've never seen you tap out. I've never seen you submit. And then a guy calls the match. and It looked like he was provoking I, you. Even I was like,
3: I don't want to quit. He was just on my face, provoking me. And he was like, even a, I was, I, I thought I don't want to quit. But he just, you know, he just, I was like, one, two, and after that, I wanted to hold my hand because I never wanted to quit. I'm not a quitter. But after that, he was, I just held, you know, just the ground and he just said match over. So it was not, like, properly I I tapped. I never wanted to do that, but he provoked me really, really bad.
0: Yeah, he was pushing you. And and for any, I, that's why I encourage people to go watch this video. Now, this referee, he was, he was uh, a very uh, special gentleman. Now, he, now... He doesn't. He doesn't have any legs, correct? Yeah, he, yeah. And this guy is amazing uh, as far as the way he moves around the ring. But I, the, what he was doing to you was very unfair, and it seemed like he provoked you. And it looked like it kind of like he was just going to take a little action until Petey come back into the
3: ring. Yeah, I mean, if you are a you know what you supposed to be doing What you want? He did his canva nine and uh, 4.50 on me. So, it's totally sure that he really wanted to do that. I mean, I don't know. He planned something for me. I don't know, because I had a couple of matches before that match, too. So, where he was in the ring, and he always, like, provoking me. He always, like, so slow with my count. And that day, it was, for me, it was a kind of crossing the limit, because I lose myself, and he's a ref. And then, you know, he just gave me his moves. I mean, I was so, so it offended, like, but, well, even I was, I was never so mad on my teammates because they left me a ring, you know, if you watch the videos, if you see the videos when, when the match is, even it was not over, so, I was watching my videos and from the, from the very beginning when I entered the ring, they were like, you know, they were like not, uh, I don't know, for some reason they were not, not, supporting me, they were, they they can stop PD, they can help me, and so there things to be, like, changed, but after, in, in, like, at the very end of the match, they just left me alone in the ring, but it is what it is, but, you know. Yeah, you just got to dust yourself off and,
0: and move on. I just wanted to just wanted to point that out, though, because an unbiased fan like me just watching it, I've lately seen that it, you know, it looked like Petey had the referee in his pocket, like the guy had been paid or something. But that, yeah. I, yeah, that's either here or there. But I'm sure Brandon wants to talk to you about a little ECW guy you might have heard of before. Go ahead, Brandon. What you got?
2: Yeah, I want to ask, man. I, I just got to know. I watched the match. I enjoyed it. I've been a big fan of Rhinos for a long time. What was it like being in the ring with that monster? I mean, he's been around for a while. I've, I've actually got to see him. And uh, speaking of Petey Williams, Petey Williams is phenomenal. And I, I've seen both these guys in person. But what was it like being in the ring with that with that monster? Well, so, first, first of all, I want to
3: say like, I'm training to do what I am you know, I want to do. So I'm, um, I never, you know, personally care much I Ryan or someone else, but I was a little bit, you know, I know, like, I had to plan something different because he's a big guy. Like, I'm a big guy too, but he is, he got some experience. He he's in this business for a long, long time. Like, I was, you know, grew up watching him on the TV. So, First of all, it's a very big opportunity for me. But second thing, I I wanted to win that match, and uh, I I planned some stuff. But he was so so big guy. He's a big guy. I mean, you know, I put my all the energy. Um, but believe me, it's just so difficult to even move him. You know, but. Uh,
2: his his experience but got you at the end, really. His
3: experience is, is way, you know, I was not expecting him to do, like, his goal shot, but I don't know from very came. I was not expecting him. I had some plans in my mind after that, but, you know, just he, his goal just put me down. I mean, it really, you know, hurt me, my ribs, so, yeah, he got me.
2: Yeah, it couldn't be fun to take it all.
3: Yeah, especially like um, you, whenever you prepare for these, for like these big matches, you know, I'm I'm a, I was a little bit nervous in the beginning of the match, not because um, I'm I have a match with Rhino, just because I was you know, a little bit concerned about his experience. He, he is in this business for a long time, as I, as I told you. That was my big you know concern because. Um, maybe if I was planning something, you already know what I was thinking in my mind. So maybe, um, you know, but that's, that's on the potential. And the next time I know, like, how things work now. So I'm going to plan, like, totally, you know, a next level if I get a chance to work with Daniel.
0: Well, let me ask you this. You have a background in kick kickboxing. Do you like to... Do you like to include that into your arsenal and wrestling too? Do you like to in, incorporate the striking and the kicks inside your your wrestling matches?
3: Um, boxing, uh, uh, it depends on like every every individual. If I have you know really big guys, um, I don't wanna throw my kicks because sometimes you know it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna, it's gonna get. You know, affect me instead of the other guy. Cause though I have more muscle mass, those guys are stronger than me. So I have to figure out things like where I can hit and how, when I can hit. So I try to hit uh Brian would, though. But last minute I changed my strategy. cause if I hit him, I you know he, he was so big. Maybe my kick's gonna affect me back, and those kicks are really made me tired. Like, if I go for kicks, punches, that can, you know, make me tired. I'm not going to perform for long. So I was playing safe. I was keeping my energy. So... But it's a, sometimes, you know, you have to make decision at a last, last moment. And um, that day, my strategy was not to get my kicks because I wanted to be in a ring as much as I can. And my strategy was to, you know, make him tired and then go for my move but I think that I should I would use my kick but uh, yeah as I told you like it depends on every you know every guy yeah yeah, it just depends
0: on what opponent that, that you're going against. You know, jumping back on to Petey Williams, I, I wanted to say a few minutes ago, I think some of the best matches are, are smaller guys against larger guys. Sometimes when you have two giant guys wrestling, the, the match can get, get kind of boring. But I think some of your better matches are smaller guys against bigger guys. And you yourself are not a small guy. You know, when I've watched some of your matches, I've watched some of your workout yeah. regimen. Also, you're a big man. You're a big guy, so that's what I liked about you and Petey Williams. Uh, and you're a, you you seem to be a power guy too, because you had some. You just had a beautiful power slam that you played on Petey, Petey Williams. And yeah. always, I always enjoy watching matches like that. I think a big guy and a small guy, you know, make for a good match a lot of times. Yeah, I, I like you know, uh,
3: big guys and small guys. Um, can be the, you know, it, it's the way the match I like. So nobody's gonna, nobody wants to fight. You know, stronger than himself. Or well, if I am, if I am, you know, 220 pounds, and I don't want to fight 250, guys, 50 pound guys at the at the last moment, cause I need some time to preparation. If I know that my match is at the monster or with a big guy who's bigger than me. So I need to change my training. I need to change my strategy. I need need to change my diet or, you know, especially like planning. I have to plan. But uh, with C.G. Williams and with small guys, I don't have to plan much. I know what I I can do because I know most of the time I'm, you know, wrestling special with my same, you know, weighing category or, like, small guys. So I know what to do. But, yeah, for, you know, for big com- big, big uh, guys, I have to change my strategy. Change. For me, I have to, you know, I need some time to prepare. I can't you just go. I think I can just go. But if I want to win, I need some time to prepare myself, like mentally too.
2: Well, we're, about to, uh, we're about to start wrapping up here. In the mic. Is there anything else you want to ask before we get to the plugging plug? part?
0: Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah, actually, I had uh, two things that I wanted to bring up. What are your thoughts on Tessa Blanchard? Tessa Blanchard, she,
3: she is, according to me, she is the uh, diamond, diamond. She She is, is the greatest wrestler ever seen, and woman. Because um, basically I'm from India, right? So there was like no woman wrestlers. So watching Tessa Blanchard is like really, really, you know, kind of shocking and kind of like impressing me. Because I mean, she is doing really big matches with big guys. I watched his match with Brian Cage. And she she nailed it. She did really really good, and uh, she has the potential. She she has experience, and for me, it it was like she deserves to be there where she is, and even more than that, she's a great wrestler. And uh, yeah, for me, a, first of all, it's kind of shocking, but I like I never see a woman wrestling wrestler wrestling like that. So, yeah, she, she deserves to be here, deserves
2: so, to be an or deserves to be an impact champion. She is, she's impressive. She is probably one of the greatest. I, she's one of my favorites personally. I love Tessa, and I believe, in my opinion, she will be the first woman to ever win the World Heavyweight Championship. Yeah,
3: I, I want to add on it. Like, personally, when I moved here, I was like, you, you don't know about Tessa Blancher, but I. But I, whenever I watch her, I was like, this, this rapper is really, you know, got something. She, she has the potential. I really want to watch his match, uh, her matches so I can learn something from her. And the, the attitude she carries, the way she walks in a ring, carries herself is, you know, phenomenal. I mean, she, she from, uh, right now, she has the top. She's the best, I mean, you know.
0: Well, <clears throat> we at king of wrestling podcasts are, are certainly big fans of tessa blanchard and certainly big fans of uh impact wrestling and i gotta say uh, i've been a fan i was a fan of impact when it was tna impact and uh jeff jarrett was putting it on in tennessee yeah. at the asylum at the fairgrounds that's how far i go. far go back i go with watching tna but i will tell you impact is such a resilient company because there's certain times where i didn't feel like they were going to make it but they're so resilient and it just seems like they're having a revolution at impact it seems like they're coming back so strong so fresh yep. people like tessa yourself uh, I just see uh, really exciting things coming in the future with Impact,
2: man. And Don I mean, Callis. And Don Callis yeah. really taking it over.
3: Great test drive. Great, great drive, drive. Impact pressing is really, really going now. I can see the difference from day one by myself when I enjoyed it, like when I joined it. So I am 110% sure that it's going to give, you know, more and more great matches in the wrestling world The so Impact is really you know, it's, its base is really strong and it's, it's again growing now so I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure like, that something big is coming, big matches are coming and even like now I can see everyday new talent, they are looking for new talent hiring new people, new guys, new wrestlers so, so something big is coming I'm, I'm sure
0: Well, my friend, we we have certainly enjoyed it, and <clears throat> we want you to remember us as you continue rising to the top. And we definitely,
2: uh, Brandon, I'm sure Brandon Griezel, well, remember, well remember us little guys. When, when you make <laughs> oh, man, you come on. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Thank you so guys. For but, sure, but now before we go, uh, I'm going to give you the floor. If there's anything you want to plug, any shout-outs you want to do, if you want to sell cookies, I don't care what it is, the floor is yours, my friend.
3: <laughs> I don't demand it. Whatever you like. <laughs> whatever, whatever you like. Because it's my, you know, you guys are really nice. I really enjoy having interview. I was, you know, I didn't even, uh, I didn't have a think about a lot of stuff, you know. But I really enjoy the. Uh, the interview you guys had, the podcast, podcast, and uh, the thing I just want to say, like, thank you, thank you so much for having me, and thank you so much for your time, and uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm good with anything, whatever you like.
2: <laughs> well, we are, we really appreciate you taking your time out and doing this because it means the world to us that we was able to just sit here and I, have this great conversation with you. I, I really enjoyed this. This has been one of the best hours of the podcast I've done. Uh,
3: thank you so much. Thank you. I really appreciate your work. Thank you so much and and Brandon. I really appreciate you guys. You guys, you know, gave me time, gave me a chance to speak and heard about my life. Small story, but I really enjoy telling you guys whatever I, I had in my life. So thank you. Thank you guys. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much. And we wish you nothing but the best of the future, my friend. Thank you.
2: Thank you so much. Man, I got to thank Boo Pender Singh for coming on and doing the show. It was an awesome interview. I really enjoyed it. Mike, man, you got to tip it off. This guy's humble. He's great. I enjoyed him being on the show. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, most
0: definitely, man. Like I said, man, nothing but respect for the guy. and I think he's got a you know, a bright future ahead of him too, man. I think he's gonna be a got potential being a big player in professional
2: wrestling, that's for sure. No doubt. Well this weekend I went to Battle Zone. It was the crowning too. It was a fun little show. Uh, we got new tag team champions, the Titans of Blackwater. That's Ursa Majors and Nightmare Jeremiah. They did win the tag team titles. But not only did they win the Battle Zone Tag Team Titles, they won the Pro Wrestling Ego Tag Team Titles. It was winner take off for both tag team titles. It was a good show. Uh Brown. The Indies debuted last Friday, Mike. What did you think about it, brother?
0: Uh, well, like I said, man, I uh I think that not to be biased, but I think it was some of probably the best commentating I've ever heard in my life. So who who's ever doing that show with you, you need to raise. Uh, no man. In all seriousness, I, I thought it was real cool, man. It was, it was, on my part, it was a lot of fun just to, just to do it with you. And I think we've had a, a really good response. And uh, man, I'm just looking forward to this thing growing. And me personally, just just getting more better and comfortable doing it, man. But uh, yeah, I think I think it was it was a lot of fun, man. I'm looking forward to where it goes. See where it goes from here.
2: Yeah, and if you haven't watched it, just go check out. You can look it up on Facebook. It's called Around the Indies. Indies is spelled I N D I E S. Or you can look it up on YouTube, the King of Wrestling podcast page. Uh, both episodes on both pages. We got a big. We got a lot of views on the first day of Around the Indies on the Facebook page, and a lot of people responded. Uh, and I'm I thank you for the support and everybody that commented and sent me messages about it. I appreciate it. Uh, this week on around the Indies though we've got Amber Rodriguez taking on miss scholar and our main event is going to be brimstone defending the diamond he- uh, diamond Gulf or Co- uh, Diamond Championship wrestling Gulf Coast championship against Mac daddy Duds that's gonna be a good one as well so make sure you tune in this Friday afternoon at 4 p.m. central time for the day uh, for the second match or second week of around the Indies well Mike my- I've only got one question to ask you, brother.
0: Uh, I'm 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 kind of scared to hear it, but go ahead.
2: What happened to them Saints uh, Sunday?
0: Man, they choked. Man, they choked. I, I'll just I'll just put it to you this way, man. I've I've been a I'm not never been one of the guys that just jumped on the bandwagon of a team, man. I've been following the Saints since they wore bags on their heads and was called the Aints back in like the early '80s when I first seen them at the Superdome. And uh, I thought our career, I thought the uh, their season was over, man. When Breeze hurt his thumb and Teddy come along, man, and won five straight. And who would have thought their season would have, you know, ended up the way it did? But, um, uh, you know, it's just one of them teams, man, that they don't match up well against, and you know, what can I say, man? Hope hopefully Breeze will be back next year and, and, and hopefully we'll we'll be back inside the playoff pitcher again. But I'm heartbroken man, but still who that for life, man.
2: And and we're this is a wrestling show, but we're talking a little football right now, so let's do something that affects both of us. What about Tua leaving for the NFL draft?
0: Boy, ain't that something. Yeah, because, you know, we are both uh, diehard Alabama fans, me and you are Brandon, and, and you really just broke that news to me today. I didn't catch it on the news this morning. Um yeah, I was kind of thinking he was going to stick around, man, one more year. I really did. You know, with him being <clears throat> hurt this year, I, I figured he'd stick around and and uh, raise his stock a little bit. But, you know, he's leaving, and I guess Judy's leaving with him. So, uh, yeah, another blow, man. I know for me personally, it just was about a year for football, man.
2: Yeah, I just – I hated it. But, hey, I, I wish him nothing but the best because, uh, I mean, I, I didn't want to see him come back and get hurt again and really ruin his chances. So, maybe this will give him a chance to really uh, – Get in, get his foot in the NFL. And maybe he can just uh, be without injuries. He can have a great career, and I hope so because Tua is a great guy himself. I think he's going to be
0: an unbelievable talent if he can stay healthy. That's for sure.
2: Exactly. Well, we got a lot going on with King of Wrestling Podcast in 2020, and uh, I mean we've already started out with a bang. We had Jason Dugan on the other day. Great talent. We did Indie Table. We've did our AEW live show, and tomorrow night is our AEW live show as well. But me and Marcus also have a preview for you as well. It's going to be Wrestle Kingdom uh, 14 review, and we're going to talk some NJPW as well on a bonus episode of King of Wrestling podcast, which is probably going to drop in the morning, and then tomorrow night we go live at 9 p.m. Central Time every Wednesday night, as we do. And I can't wait to see what AEW's going to try to pull out this week. Maybe they'll do something a little different. Maybe we'll get something good. And then Friday is Indie Table, my friend. I'm ready for it.
0: I'm definitely ready for that, man. No secret here, I am a brimstoner. I'm a fan of Brimstone. I know you're a huge fan of Mac Daddy Dud, So this one is, uh, I think me and you are going to be really invested in this match. This ought to be a lot of fun.
2: Yeah, you, you got me mixed up. I said Indie Table, not around the Indies. Oh, I did. Yeah, yeah. Well, that too. I'm ready for that one too. <laughs> well, we want to thank you, and we want to once again thank Bupinder Singh for coming on and doing the show. Awesome guy, awesome talent. Wish him nothing but the best in the future, and I think he's got a bright future ahead of him myself. You can follow us uh, on Facebook at King of Wrestling Podcast or at Around the Indies. Uh, Twitter's KOWP Show. Everything else is KOWP Show as well. Instagram, Twitter. TikTok, whatever you want to find us on, Snapchat. We're all KOWP showing there. Anything else you want to say, Mike, before we get out of here? No,
0: that's about it, man. I just uh, hope everybody enjoys the enjoys the interview as much as we uh, enjoyed conducting
2: it. Yes. Well, thank you for everybody that's tuned in. And we'll see you tomorrow our live show. And if you want to listen to our show live, just go to uh, kingofwrestling.podbean.com. Sign up, hit that follow button. It's free, and you can listen to us live every Wednesday night, 9 p.m. Central Time. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow night. You are listening to Turner Podcast.